0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another 11 Mile Sessions Live. We've got all kinds of great stuff coming up for you in the next couple of hours. Got some videos and up at 7 o'clock your time, we're going to have Blasty's Back Road to a live performance for your listening and viewing pleasure. But right now, I have the honor and the pleasure of having Mr. Jim Suller in with me for an interview. How are you doing, Jim?
1: I'm doing good, Scott. Nice to Nice to be here with you today.
0: Yeah, finally. (laughs) So, uh, you're in Central Time. Where are you at right now?
1: I'm in Dallas.
0: Oh, okay. We are out there still. Okay. I forget that Central Time goes that far, you know. I never did understand how they set up those uh, time zones. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah, it goes,
1: uh, you know, several hours west of here, in fact. so. I'm pretty central as far as, uh, you know, geographically, as far as the continental U.S. goes.
0: Mm -hmm. So um, you're here to talk about uh, an album uh, project. I don't know if you call it an official band called Texas Scratch. And it features yourself and a bunch of other uh, seasoned veterans in the music community. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, record?
1: Uh, The record actually we recorded in two thousand and nine for Blue I think Blue Storm Records and the label either went under or the funding dried up or something we're not entirely sure so it sat on the shelf until like probably several months ago Uh, but the the band consists of myself on guitar and vocals uh, Mr Buddy Whittington from John Mayall and the Blues Breakers on guitar and vocals. Uh, Vince Converse, a great Houston guitar player who had a group called Sunset Heights. On guitar and vocals and on bass was Nathaniel Peterson, who also played with Savoy Brown. And uh, the drummer is Jeff Simon from George Thorogood, The Destroyers, who I also play with.
0: Hmm. Okay, so if I'm not incorrect, Jeff actually uh, was there from the beginning. He helped uh, George co-found The Destroyers, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's. I, I don't think there would even be a band, certainly not a band today without Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff is the glue that holds it all together. He and George have have been friends since probably the mid '60s or late '60s, perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's almost like being married, huh? <laughs> But, um,
1: yeah, they get along much better than a married couple, though.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's why they've been together so long. Yeah, I used to All remember right. hearing them on the radio way back when I was younger, and they always uh, referred to them as uh, George Thorogood and the duck-walking Delaware Destroyers.
1: I haven't heard that one, so. but I, yeah, I've heard, I heard a lot of them, and the Delaware Destroyers. And, but that's a new one, but thanks for getting me hip to that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that was a regional thing that we just said here, but I remember that being said more than once growing up. But uh, I, I I don't remember off the top of my head, is, um, Was did George have a background in the state of Delaware, or I don't know where that came he
1: from. He grew up in Wilmington.
0: Okay, okay. That makes sense. And somehow mm-hmm. he's made it out West, or at least he's made it out with uh, musicians from the West. But do you have been yeah, with the— I ba- mean, I- Go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say yeah, I'm from Texas, and uh, the sax player is originally from Tennessee, and uh, Jeff and I think Billy, the bass player, may be from uh, somewhere like Dover, Delaware, somewhere else in Delaware, but not Wilmington. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they uh, they brought in some some outsiders.
0: Yeah, that's kind of an interesting combination: Delaware and Texas. How does that happen? <laughs> but you've been I with. You've been with George for about 25 years now, though, huh?
1: This is the 25th uh, year. That's right. I'm expecting a gold watch or a <laughs> a, large, a hearty handshake, one of the two.
0: Something, uh, anything, it, right? Go ahead.
1: Yeah, a, a pat on the back and encouraging word. You know, <laughs> it, it's been great, and I, I'm very grateful for my lengthy tenure with the band. And they've mm-hmm. treated me so well. There's, you know, I can't say enough. Nice thing about, about these guys is, is friends and as people to work with, the whole organization, management crew. Everybody's wonderful. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very fortunate. Mm-hmm.
0: So you and Jeff, um, I, I take it you were probably the impetus for this uh, record and this group. You're the ones that uh, got together and said, hey, why don't we do our own thing?
1: No. Uh, there was a guy in New York City named Arnie Goodman, He used to own a record label and he owned a record shop in New York city and he's a music photographer and this was his brainstorm. He spearheaded this whole operation and put us all together and secured the funding and was, uh, you know, doing all all the behind the scenes stuff that, uh, needs to be done in order to get a project like this going and, Mm -hmm. and moving forward. So he came to us with that idea to put us all together. And we were like, sure, it sounds fun. Let's give it a shot. But Mm -hmm. it was his idea to put the three of us together as some sort of a Lone Star guitar army or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, even today, it's still kind of, you know, big, but especially even 15 years ago, it was still really prominent. Uh, Other bands like, of course, the Allen Brothers, Leonard Skinner and many others, but, um, yeah, that, I'm glad he did that, and uh, it took 15 whole years to get this thing really rolling, though, huh?
1: Yeah, it, it, once it had been shelved, I believe it was shopped uh, off and on for several years, and you know we we grew increasingly frustrated with the lack of progress in the release. But we, uh, you know, we're thrilled it's out now. In fact, it, I, I learned that it was released on social media. I hadn't been given a heads up on it. None of us had.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we were, uh, you know, pl- we were playing catch up as far as some of the promotional things going, getting getting that ball rolling. We were a little behind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, we've got we're getting caught up.
0: Yeah. So once again, Corto Valley Records comes to the rescue. I've interviewed quite a few people where that uh, particular label has gotten things going for them and helping them out with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, they've been great. Uh, they, they take care of the artists. They're really aggressive about promoting their releases. And I've been real happy with this whole this whole uh, release schedule since it's been out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit, how, how did you get started playing? Let's go before you met George and all that.
1: Oh well, you know, I just always loved music, and I was—if you ever saw the movie *Dazed and Confused*, that was really my high school experience without the postmodern irony. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was my—you know—Z twenty eights and uh, Led Zeppelin eight tracks and bong hits and beer bell bottom jeans and (laughs) yeah, blue jeans—you know, chasing girls, getting in fights, doing all you know all that stuff um the stuff we weren't supposed to do that was fun and uh you know a lot of concerts and i wasn't old enough to go to clubs and that kind of put me on the path i'd always loved music since i was a little kid and Mm -hmm. i listened to a lot of am radio when i was little i grew up in dallas in the 60s we had a really good station here called klif and uh the founder of the station gordon McLennan, was one of the Pioneers and top 40 radios, but they would play a really good mix of stuff from like Jimmy Reed to the Beatles, Betula Clark to you know, Van Morrison, you name it. They they would mm-hmm. play it, so I got a good education. And then got, I got into album rock radio later on. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, living in Dallas, it was a, a big city, so we got a lot of road shows coming through here. Mm-hmm. So once I, you know, I was able to go to concerts before I could actually go to clubs,
0: I was uh, the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He had to be eight. So that, you know, I didn't see Freddie King, who was living in Dallas at that time. Uh, he, he died like right about the time I turned 16. So yeah, I wasn't Mm. able to go to clubs. I didn't have an older brother or anybody to really show me the way. I just was kind of, you know, blindfolded going through the jungle, trying to find, Mm. you know, something. You couldn't do that fake ID thing? (laughs) I never had a fake ID. You know, I really didn't drink until I got, you know, probably right before I turned eighteen, I didn't like the taste of it, but 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 once I got the taste of it, I loved it. up <laughs> at, You know, for through my twenties, that's that's all yeah. over now. But, so, but yeah, you could drink at eighteen back then; it, it wasn't a problem to to get alcohol. But it, like as far as getting into a bar, that was some that was a, a a bridge too far for me at that time. I you know I was it just wasn't on the, my radar.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it it uh, moved up to twenty one very early on in my uh, my life. So, but I was very yeah. lucky. I, I I came out of my mother with a beard, so I, I never had to worry about showing ID. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I think now I can grow a proper beard. It just looks like a. It used to look like a red and brown wire brush, you know. And now <laughs> it's just too spotty, or I just I get tired. I just get tired of the feel of it and shave yeah. it off or whatever. But one day I hope to grow up and grow a, a proper beard.
0: <laughs> can never grow that ZZ Top one, eh? <laughs> I,
1: I I would never make it in ZZ Top for, for that reason, maybe others, but certainly I would fail the the beard test. Well,
0: you can always be uh, completely clean shaven like the Winter Brothers, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I I've guess got the little... I was just the gonna say. Dab.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say Edgar's had a beard on and off, but Johnny was always clean shaven. Um,
1: yeah he had one for for a while um actually i've seen i saw a picture of him recently with a beard i remember thinking that's unusual
3: yeah but
1: uh a momentary thing it was like maybe a lapse in judgment for johnny (laughs) it may have been hard for him as an albino i mean he was legally blind he could hardly see isn't it uh,
0: amazing and to play like that yeah
1: his life his life expectancy was really low and he far exceeded that which Mm -hmm. is pretty astonishing considering how he would punish his body, you know, yeah. it was just, it was the day, de- you know, it was just the times then. everybody was just getting loaded and,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there was a, a rehab. What What's rehab? You know, I think when you wanted to dry out, they put you in a, in a, in, in, a, in a, in like a mental institution.
0: Yeah. Or just locked you it up in a room a- until you were done. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. till the DTs or the, you know, the, the Jones for the Drugs went away, but, um, but yeah, that's how I got started playing and I, I picked up the guitar about 13 or 14 and just mm-hmm. was, you know, learned what I could off records and mm-hmm. took a few lessons, but mainly it was uh, listening to records or learning from other guitar players I knew or guys I would go see later on. Mm-hmm. And maybe I bought some instructional books as I got older,
0: right. just
1: taught myself some basics, you know, chord theory
0: so how did you meet George? How'd you hook up with him?
1: Uh, I had a band back in 19, this was in 1990. And we were playing in Memphis at a club called Huey's. They would have road bands come through on Sunday nights. And uh, we were playing and uh, we finished the first set and somebody said, George good and his band are in the house. So I was like, oh really? Well, I wish I hadn't played one of his songs during the first set, but play it I did so I you know mustered up my courage and went back and <clears throat> introduced myself and they were like really nice and we started the second set and I noticed George kept moving closer and closer to the stage and finally by the end of the set he's standing literally six feet in front of me watching me <laughs> and yeah and I was you know just I was just going to get my act together then and trying to you know figure it out, but, uh, you know, it, it, his reaction emboldened me. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, I felt that, that, that I was playing well that night and mm-hmm. he responded to it. And, you know, we talked after the set and he was giving me a lot of, uh, observations on the show, real detailed stuff. He was really paying mm-hmm. attention and he said, man, my producer, Terry Manning would love you guys. Mm-hmm. You, you remind us of our band when we just started. Hmm. So I like, wow, that's great. So, you know, we then, then the night ended, we all went our separate ways. And roughly a year later, I had a new group and had some money to do a CD, but I didn't have a label or anything, but I wanted to do it and then find a home for it. So I remember Terry Manning, the producer, and somehow gotten his contact information, sent him a demo tape, told him what I wanted to do. And, um, to my surprise, he said, "Yeah, I'll do the project." And as luck would have it, he was just starting his own label called Lucky Seven at the time, which was distributed by Rounder Records, which was uh, the Destroyers' home label for, I guess, four or five years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and which led to a management deal with George's manager, and then opening a bunch of tours for them. And then you know, our CD came out, and we were you know playing throughout the U.S. and going overseas to play, and in fact, we did like six weeks in Canada,
2: hmm.
1: like maybe that was in ninety three or ninety four. Um, so fast forward to like late nineteen ninety eight, the manager called and said, "Hey, would you know we're adding a second guitar player? Would you be interested?" And I said, "Yeah, sure, absolutely." <laughs> so, you know, the first gig was like in spring of nineteen ninety nine, and it was a, a press party for. Terminator 2 was like a video game or a, something they were releasing. It was at Universal Studios in, uh, I guess, in Hollywood, Studio City. It's out in L.A. Met Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, got on Entertainment Tonight when that was a thing. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary Hall Tesh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, got, I got some camera time and got my picture in the paper, but they cut George out, which he was, he, he pointed out to me. Like, you know, it's beginner's luck or something. <laughs> but, yeah, the, you know, it's it's been a wild ride. It's a lot of fun. It's, you know, they, they treat me real well. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of fun to play these songs. He sounds like
0: he's an extremely nice guy. Very humble, too, huh?
1: Well, <laughs> I think down deep he is. George is an entertainer, first and foremost. And mm-hmm. he, uh, he, he, he he's always on. So he's uh he's a great entertainer and he is a nice guy and he's been real good to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean when you're on stage, of course, or when you're out in public, you have to put on that different personality. But what you know, what I meant is like deep down, you know, he he's not full of himself yeah. or anything like that, you know.
1: No, he, he he's he's been real he's he's a dear friend and I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: sounds like you've been having a good time. Forgive me if I missed it, but uh, I don't know if you mentioned, what was the name of your project when he met you, when he saw you play that first time?
1: Well, I, I kind of glossed over that. My ex-wife was in that, and it was called The Home Wreckers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aptly titled, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I ran that thing right into the ground. <laughs> but that's for another podcast.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, we did
1: Never released any music. I think we we put out a self-release cassette that we sold off the bandstand, but there was no label action on mm-hmm. it. You know, I was just trying to get my get into the game somehow.
0: Mm. And that you did. So you yeah, I was, uh, I was in my, yeah. So you're joined by these other gentlemen. You mind talking about them briefly for a minute? Like for instance, Bud
1: Oh yeah, man. Buddy Whittington is a he's you talk about humble. That guy is so humble, and he's as talented as anybody. Um, just check out some of his YouTube videos, like playing with with uh, John Mayall. Mm. And there's a guy if there
0: ever was one.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, and Buddy was in that band longer than any other guitar player, longer than <clears throat> uh, Clapton or Nick Taylor mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Any, any. You know, Coco Montoya, Walter Trout. Right. Carolyn, one Rocky Atlas. I know I'm leaving somebody out, but uh, Buddy's a obviously a fantastic guitarist, well versed in so many styles, <clears throat> yet yeah, has his own specific sound. Uh, his songwriting is is superb. He, he's a really clever lyricist. Never leans on cliches, and his sound is really specific to him, and that. That in and of itself is, is, is an accomplishment because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people just sound alike. There's very few that sound great and unique at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Vince Converse, uh, now Buddy and I already knew each other well because we lived about 35 miles apart. He's in Fort Worth and I'm in Dallas. Now, Vince was from Houston. It was a little younger than Buddy and I and I knew Vince and had met him, but we had never played together. <clears throat> and Vince is a super talent as well. He's now living in Denver. Um, so, but yeah, he grew up in Houston. And I would, when I would go down and play on the Gulf Coast uh, 30 years ago, I would run into him. So I remember the first time I met him was, we played at Surfside Beach, Texas. There was a beach bar called Dell's Lookout, and no air conditioning. Uh, mm. you had to liberally apply woods off when you went on stage because oh. of the mosquitoes bad the worst band house in history like mm-hmm. it was it sand everywhere the floor like was was on an angle going downhill <laughs> so
0: build on a swamp yeah, or something
1: <laughs> it's yeah the the texas coast well it the, the french riviera it's not <laughs> um so that's where I met Vance, uh, just like on the beach, you know, like outside the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a great player. Uh, Nathaniel Peterson, our bass player, sadly uh, passed away last year. And I had never mm-hmm. met him before the set we did. Uh, he was living in Italy and I'm not even sure what, you know, was the his cause of death was. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was a sweet guy, a gentle giant, man a few words and, you know, but a very deep groove. Mm-hmm. So. I'm so sorry about the loss of Nathaniel, and Mr. Jeff Simon, of course, is uh, just a solid drummer. You know, he, he the Mr. The, the, Arnie Goodman, I guess, who was sort of the executive producer, was always trying to get him to do a drum solo, and mm-hmm. Jeff has adamantly refused. He doesn't. He just wants to play the groove. He's mm-hmm. he's like Ringo Starr in that regard. It's like or
0: Charlie Watts, so.
1: huh? right you would have to like literally point a gun at him to get him to do one
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, um but jeff jeff's a good friend and you know a a gentleman he's got this very uh zen disposition about him very when everybody's freaking out he's the guy that keeps everything calm Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which conversely he's got he's a very powerful drummer so that you know it's almost at odds with his personality
0: Mm. okay so um any um plans like tour ever obviously minus nathaniel unfortunately but uh, maybe go out on the road to uh, play these tunes that are on this record
1: sure I, we want to do that in fact um, there's a couple of challenges there first is the geographic challenge as i mentioned uh, most of the band is you know spread out like Vince is in denver Jeff's in outside of philadelphia um nathaniel was in italy and but buddy and i are close together so it's mm-hmm. you know right now buddy and i are just doing some local stuff
2: mm-hmm.
1: here in the north texas area w- with sort of a hybrid but ba- my band well my drummer and his bass player mm-hmm. we're playing all these songs and then some other favorites that we loved growing up or just that we enjoy playing but uh, i'm waiting for the George Thorogood tour windows to lock in so I can book with confidence that there's no conflicting schedules and that Uh I would, you know, have to go later and and fix.
0: Right. Totally understandable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Sure. So uh, th- this album uh, release, whatever you want to call it nowadays, um, Texas Scratch—that's the name of the project. That's the self-titled. That's the name of the record. It's available on Corto Valley Records, and I imagine you can get that any way possibly that you can nowadays. Go online on the iner- internet. Um, I know Corto Valley has their own um, website. Does Texas Scratch have one as well, or
1: no? We have a Facebook page. Uh, so I would direct people there and uh, like show information. They could go to my website
2: mm-hmm. and that's
1: jimsuhler.com. <clears throat> excuse me, J-I-M-S-U-H-L-E-R.com. Mm-hmm. And as you said, uh, the CD is available for purchase. There's no vinyl at this time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: Amazon or Records.com, And um, you can download it at iTunes or mm-hmm. some of those other digital platforms. And if you want to stream it, well, I mean, you would probably be able to find it on Spotify or some of those streaming services.
0: And I do know the videos for the songs or you can check them out on YouTube if you want to get a taste.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, so it's nine songs, I believe, seven of them are original, two of them are covers?
1: Right, one of the covers <clears throat> is by a New York City blues guitarist named King Solomon Hicks, and it's called What the Devil Loves. And the second cover is by, uh, called Louisiana Cockfight. That's written by John Nitzinger. And John's a Fort Worth rock and roller that Buddy and I used to listen to. We were coming of age in the 1970s. Uh, Nitzinger had a put out a couple of records on Capitol Records. And also, well, here's a Michigan connection. Also was managed. Uh, he wrote songs for Blood Rock. If you remember the band Blood Rock.
0: Vaguely, yeah,
1: yeah. They did a song called "Doa," and they shared management with Grand Funk. Uh, Manager okay. was named Terry Knight.
0: Okay, Terry Knight. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Well, we looked forward to seeing you if you ever make it out this way over in the Michigan area, particularly Detroit. And uh, obviously, if George goes back out on tour, I know he's going to come our way. That's pretty much a definite. But uh, I wish you continued. Oh- Go ahead.
1: Sorry. That Whatever they call Pine Knob now. He, uh, it's back to being... What's that? George will not call Pine Knob by any other name than Pine <laughs> Knob.
0: Well, I think him and many, many others won out because it's back to being called Pine Knob again. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't like hearing that. We, we have a similar uh, a venue here in Dallas. Called, it was called Starplex, and now it's... It's been through like probably ten or twelve corporate names and nobody can ever remember it. No. But no. all the old people like me call it Starplex and refused to call it anything else.
0: Man. Hey, you gotta stick to your guns, then.
1: <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm old and I'm stuck in my ways and get off my lawn. Or as we say in <laughs> Dallas, get off the grassy knoll.
0: okay well it was a pleasure talking with you jim i really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us i wish you continued success not only with the texas scratch record but everything else you do and i look forward to hopefully seeing you one of these
1: days well thank you it's been a real privilege and a pleasure to be here with you today and i want to thank alan for for helping us out with the sound
0: okay All right. Until next time, you take care, and uh, thanks again.
1: Okay. Thanks, Scott. Bye-bye.
0: Texas Scratch With the song If you couldn't figure that out already I'd rather be lucky than good And if you're just tuning in We had an interview with Mr. Jim Buller B-U-H-L-E-R Who was the guitarist for that band Texas Scratch He's been with uh, George Thorogood And the duck-walking Delaware destroyers. At least that's what uh, Arthur Penalo used to call them way back in the day. But, yeah, he's been with George for uh, 25 years now. But he's got a project with a bunch of other seasoned musical veterans, and we had the pleasure of interviewing him, Jim, that is. Maybe one of these days we'll get to talk to George, but we'll see. One can only uh, hope. Anyway. Um, we've got some great videos for the remainder of the hour, and coming up at 7 o'clock, we have the band Blasties Backroad. Some punk and roll there for your listening and viewing pleasure, so stick around. Right now, we're going to do something from a band called Left Lane Cruiser, and this is a track called Claw Machine Wizard, and they're playing Friday at the Sanctuary, Detroit, and Hamtramck, Doors at seven. So, let's do Left Lane Cruiser.
4: There you go.
1: There's another new one. This one is called a bombshell. <laughs>
0: The Cult of space Spacekull with the track Unclean. Before that, the one and the only, the Amino Acids with Trans-Euro Express. And for that, Frank White would live forever, and we started out with Lowcox and Bombshell. All playing tomorrow night at the Loving Touch in Ferndale. Doors at seven, and of course, I already told you about Left Lane Cruiser that started the whole ball rolling. Stick around, coming up at seven o'clock. We got Blastie's Back Road do a live performance for, for you from seven to eight, including an interview with Yours Truly. Uh, we got a couple more videos or so to go to get us up to the top of the hour. Right now, this is going to be something that's happening uh, Saturday. At Corktown Tavern, near and dear to my heart. I might see you down there, possibly. Uh, Doors at 8, we got uh, Sleeper Sound, Dharma, and Of House. Those three bands playing on Saturday at Corktown Tavern on Michigan Avenue. And we're going to start off with something from the band Sleeper Sound. And this is a video called Give to Time. Right. That is Dharma with Aspartay Before that sleeper sound would give to time Both playing Saturday at the Corktown Tavern With the band of House Got time for one more? Stick around I'm going to meet you in the studio After this last video With Blasty's Back Road So don't go anywhere Rock the Cock Off Festival is happening tomorrow night At Corktown Tavern With Victorino, Rasta's Rad And a bunch of other bands It's going to be a great time I will probably see you there as well so let's do it. The one and only Victorino, and this is a video of his called "Drive."
5: I'm daydreaming. I'm waking up out this nightmare. Alright. Till I make everything right here, my mind's clear. I'm trying to bring something right here, like ideas in space. I'm thinking light years. I'm going through the continuum, trying to get a buzz. But you gotta be so continuous, so you overdose and overdose, and the dopest flow is your comatose. But you. Especially when you froze the snow, it's personal. These feelings feel irreversible. In my universe, every verse gotta be very versatile. Terminal with the illness, hurt myself so you feel this. When reality hit me, that's when I suffer from realness. You get it, I gotta get it. Giving the hottest riddance, it's spitting. You gotta listen, I'm killing the competition. It's murder mitten, representing till the death of me. But it's a hell I reach for heaven so that I can rest in peace. So I drive, spirit to survive i up the positives keeping keep it hope alive And I don't know why I thrive on whatever tomorrow may bring I'ma be there my arms lift wide So you know I gotta drive, spirit to survive I'm picking up the positives to keep it hope alive And I don't know why I thrive on whatever tomorrow may bring I'ma be there my arms lift a wide I need this music, the movements and I'm enthusing Is fusion of therapeutics and a proof that I'm nowhere useless I do this, pardon me, but I'ma make myself a stellar privilege The consequences know it fast, but when it comes I'll miss it Just to reach the warmth, from under I'll make it sure my sound is louder than a cloud of thunder Shockingly clean scheme on the way to make it out, but it's like a crowded elevator, how it's going down. So I drive, spirit to survive. I'm thinking
2: of the positives, keeping hope alive, and I don't know why I drive, but whenever
5: tomorrow may bring, I'm gonna be there with my arms the wide. So you know I gotta drive, steer it to survive. I'm thinking of the positives, keeping hope alive, and I don't know why I drive, but whenever tomorrow may bring. 50% pain for more than a hundred reasons to remember my name And tell me where's the heart and art is part of the game You getting identity prices Where you starting to play I out southwest but be acting like the South recycling To standardized, but on the basis of making, simply have drive, it I'm thinking of the positives that's keeping hope alive, and I don't know why I drive, But whatever tomorrow may bring, I'ma be there with my altar around So you know I got to drive. Spirit to survive. I'm thinking of the positives that's keeping hope alive, and I don't know why I try. But whatever tomorrow may bring, I'ma be there with my altar around Gotta. Whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there With open arms and open eyes, oh yeah
2: Whatever
5: tomorrow Oh.
0: oh, my Oh, <laughs> my 11 Mile Sessions Live, the second hour, the second portion. You know what that means? We have live music for your visual and audio pleasure. I have the uh the bad luck. I mean the pleasure of having Blasty's back row with me. How you doing, gentlemen? Great.
6: at right. so good well, Scott. How you?
0: All right. You ready to rock and roll tonight? we ready. Haps a fucking Lululia.
6: Sound. Ah,
0: sound is good. Just make sure you speak into the microphone and we'll be good to go. Here we go. There. Yes. The first uh two? All right, works for me. I I'm easy. Don't tell anybody though wait a minute too late isn't it all right <laughs> what would you like to start out with this evening guys
3: this is a newer tune uh song's called heavy sledge it's a real rocker got to bring out the humbuckers for it and headbang a little bit
0: all right <laughs>
3: farmhouse I'm living in uh, Detroit metro but I did grow up out in the country and so we're gonna
2: take you out to the farm
0: all right farmhouse all right so i take it that's a little nod to neil young maybe
3: you know it might be in a roundabout way but you know <laughs> it's about uh you know you eventually move out into the country you know you're going to college or whatever you're in a city and uh you kind of kind of realize what you're missing being out in the country and uh fresh air, fresh air. yeah fresh air a nice sunset cool <laughs>
0: breeze no <laughs> Peace and quiet. Yeah, peace and quiet. <laughs> well, you can get that anywhere if you plan it out right. I mean, <laughs> even if you're off in Alaska at some research station, I'm sure they find ways to get that there. Yeah. Cold beer
6: for sure, yes. Yeah, you know,
0: that's <laughs> one of life's essentials, one of the five food groups, right? There you go, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of... So, Farmhouse, and then uh, what was the other one again? Heavy Sledge, was yeah, that's it? That's right, Heavy uh, Sledge. Okay, and you said that's a new one. Huh? That's a
3: newer one, yeah. Okay.
0: A at all right, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But first off, if uh we usually do this after the first song or two, go around the room and introduce yourselves, starting out with uh, you young man on the bass guitar.
6: I'm not young at all. <laughs> How you doing, Scott? My name's Matt. Um hello everybody out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Bass player extraordinaire. Bass
6: player, you know, I played in a couple bands. Just you know, a couple. A yeah. couple. Yeah. Um, this one's about a year old. Uh, the really. band. The mm-hmm. band. Yeah, this mm-hmm. band's about a year old. Evan and I met up at one of our father's shows. They both play in a band together.
0: So you guys are like sons of rock royalty, right? Absolutely, Detroit yeah. anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, Se-
6: seat belts, of course. Greg is yeah. his father, Skid Marks is my father. Mm-hmm. They, they're in the seat belts, and they uh, they yeah. rock.
0: They both uh, got a long history here in the Motor City, don't
6: they? They sure do. They yeah. sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Still so, rocking. Was that late '70s or yeah, something yeah. like that? Late, early '70s, early maybe. 70s. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> they're they're old. both of them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Some people watching right now weren't even around then, you know, depending, (laughs) depending, you know.
3: Yeah, including myself. In fact, uh, I think my my dad was saying I was uh, right now I'm about his age when he was just starting that gig out.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. That's that's it's almost like looking in a mirror, isn't it, for him? (laughs) It's like, damn, was I ever like that? Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Well that's good. Uh he, you uh carried on the the family genes if you will. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm the youngest of five. Uh my older brothers and sisters didn't really pick up the music knack too much. My sister played sax a little bit, but Yeah. I was the only one left I had to had
6: to figure out something there.
0: So he almost lost hope and then you came around, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah.
6: Started with me. This is Evan Upshur by the way, guys. Evan. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you know, you do a little bit more than dad, though. I mean, you're—he's uh, mostly a singer, which there's nothing wrong with that. He's great at it, but yeah, yeah. you actually add in the guitar and everything. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah. I got to thank him. I mean, this was uh, my first axe was uh, was a Christmas present back when I was I don't know third grade or something like that. Okay.
0: Did you fall in love with it, or it'd take a while?
3: No, I fell in love with it right away. Yeah, I, yeah. I had it out of the box and was annoying the hell out of everyone. <laughs>
0: right they probably told you to like. T- yeah, you know, shut that up. <laughs> Put <laughs> it away. <Yeah. laughs> but you knew how to torture him, didn't you? You just kept playing. Yeah,
3: well, I had some good inspiration, you know, around that time. Uh, you know, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, Detroit rock and rock bands, um, that was right when Jack White really came out. I think it was Elephant, whatever. One has Seven Nation Army.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah and That's so when they I mean, hit big. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
3: So you hear that, and you're like, I won't, I gotta play guitar.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I remember uh when he was just playing the gold dollar and uh, places like that, paychecks, which is now sanctuary. Okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's a good inspiration. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they rock hard.
0: Yeah, they, they do. They
3: still rock hard.
0: Yeah. One uh can yeah. keep our fingers exactly. crossed, maybe one day maybe they decide to do a reunion tour. I know there'd be b- big money in it. You know there would be, right? <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> if they ever decide to get back together, him and Meg, and oh, the
3: White stri- oh yeah, and oh, do
0: oh, a reunion oh. tour.
3: Oh, you can't miss that. Would be that. that would be
6: perfect. Yeah. Put the switch in your mic, baby. Check, check, yeah. All right, we right. switch.
0: I can't hear you. Flip
6: it the other way, I now? can hear
0: you in the room, but I can't hear you in the mic.
6: Let's see if I can help him out. Are you there now? Oh, Hello. Yeah. No. Hmm. We're having technical difficulties. Oh, Please yeah. stay tuned. I think
0: it's the operator, the drummer. You know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I am the old schooler. Uh-huh. There you go, Mike. Put the switch the other way now, there,
3: Gary.
0: Oh, I heard that. There
3: you go. Check, check. There
0: ah, you there go. Ah, there we go. Loud, loud and clear. Okay. There. I fixed it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. We'll let the soul we'll guy talk now. Listen to that. <laughs> Uh, oh wow yeah bittersweet alley sweet alley the look i mean
4: sweet crystal uh, absolutely i mean it's a pleasure playing with these guys you know i just turned 62 so now that i get to play with these young guys it's Mm -hmm. just like you know all that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of woke you up out of your stupor yeah
4: you know I. Playing in some other bands in that, you know, they, they didn't rock as hard as Evan, mm-hmm. Evan, and he's got more rockers tucked underneath his belt. Yeah. Mm. We're going to keep him going. Absolutely. More, absolutely. More to come, then. huh? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I so, mean, you remember all the, I mean, the hardest thing now is actually just finding spots that we can play at. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like the old days where you had the studio lounge. 24 you know, carat. 24 karat. Absolutely. Uh,
0: and even like bookies and Bookies. Blondies. Was it, blondies.
4: I mean, blondies went through two different changes. The blondies original on seven blondies, mile, yeah. yeah, seven mile, and then they went over to Fourth Street. Yeah, I yeah. played them both, but seven mile was something else.
0: And round Evergreen, yeah,
4: yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, I, I feel like half the battle is just trying to kind of figure out the landscape of, you know, what even is the a music scene, you know. I know it's a little bit different everywhere, but
0: you know, it's there's always some places to play, but it just changes a lot more often now. It's almost like you gotta like re educate yourself
4: on where to go like every couple years or so. Right. And have a following of some sort. You yeah, know, whereas you, know, you go to a place to play it, and here you got like, you know, you bring in five people and the other brand brings in forty, they rock it out, then they leave and the band leaves and you're like, Oh, well, at least we got our five people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your cheerleaders, your groupies. You Absolutely know? right.
0: Thanks for thanks so much for coming to the show, Grandma. I really appreciate it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and Grandpa, don't worry, I got you another shot of Kessler's. <laughs> and he's happy, you he know, care. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Wake me up when the show's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So where did Blasty's Back Row come from? That name.
4: That is all Evans. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: you know, it's, it's uh, I think, kind of a play on, you know, a, a journey that music takes you through, and, and the the journey being a, a back road, you know, mm-hmm. again, a nod to being out in the country, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Motor City, you know, right now, and uh, you got to be a car guy. I love cars, and mm-hmm. ever since I got my license, I've been driving back roads, listening to good music, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just seemed like a... a Uh, an expansive name that, you know, you can kind of play some things off of it. So maybe some new songs will kind of nod to that, too. So
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. Speaking of, why don't we get back to it? What would you like to play for us now?
3: Uh, This next song is uh, Two Things I Love Most. How about that one, Matt? All right.
6: Yeah, we can do that one. I like that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What what is it, Soft and Porn? (laughs) 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 Pretty close. Pretty close. (laughs) pretty
3: close <laughs> uh cover yeah. cover your ears uh, if uh if you got Judas
6: Priest one that it
0: yeah all right One of the other uh, food groups. Well, uh, at least when I used to be young and lucky, it was, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Um, man.
3: That's still included, I would say.
0: (laughs) Steady diet. Anyway, I'm getting distracted now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple things coming up, of course. We want to talk about that. Uh, you got the show coming up at Bolero.
3: Yes, yes, a couple nights from now. Uh, Saturday, Saturday uh, night, Yep, Saturday night. night. Mm-hmm. We're going to be Without rocking.
4: Yep. Sinicide.
3: Yep, we're opening up the show for Cinecide up at Bolero uh, Lanes and Listening Lounge. Okay. So it should be a good time just north of here up in Royal Oak.
0: Yeah, great place a,
3: to rock out. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and as I always remind people, there's no excuse because it's free cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's for no sure. cover there. Yeah, that's right. So it starts around eight o'clock, I believe. That's around you know the festivities. Yeah, I mean, begin. props to
3: that place. I mean, it's a great vibe.
0: hmm You know, and when you're in between uh, acts or sets, if you will, you can bowl, <laughs> yeah. and they have a DJ playing some really uh, spinning some really great records as well. And great I mean, bar. It, yeah. Great Something park. for
6: everybody. My son, John, is so excited about me playing Bolero because he gets to go bowling. Oh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice.
0: So he can wave to you from the thing, one of yeah, the alleys. He, he did last time, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. And yeah, so it should be good times. And sinicide, and going back to your father again, you know.
6: Yeah, I've Cinecide, uh, man. I played my last gig with the Zots with them, and mm-hmm. they've been around since, I think, the late 70s. And yeah, yeah. They've just been... Mall in Detroit for years with their music. has been awesome. Yeah. You know, so. yeah.
4: and, and for them to let us play with them too, I mean, it's such a, a great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you, you just watch it and you say, yep, still going. Yeah,
0: and uh, well, you're almost there. But y- you two are hoping that you're still doing that, like right? Him
6: and my dad went to high school together. Maybe. Ah.
4: Yeah. But, his da- his- but his dad's a lot older.
0: <laughs>
6: yeah, he didn't. He didn't pass. Well, right that's away. because
4: that's because his
0: dad repeated the same grades over right. and over again. <laughs> right, right. I love you, Pa.
6: <laughs>
0: We're just joking. I love you too. <laughs>
4: yeah, that was Scott and your son. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. We've got to watch ourselves in the parking lot. You know, right. Yeah, we'll see him Saturday. After the show. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: well, you have to say hello to both your pops for me the next time you see them. So. Anyway, let's keep it moving. What do we have now?
3: Well, I think Matt might start us off with... Uh,
6: guitar and drums? Guitar and drums? Is that, that what we're going with? We can do that. I love this. This love is love like code now. words. You know, or do you want to go with the other one? Let's do guitar one, one and was drums. the first one we played? Second one. Earlier. The one, two, three. Well, uh,
0: I love how you get, <laughs> I love how that, you guys do later. this in code. <laughs> that's,
6: that's you know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one
0: else knows what you're gonna play. Is you have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah, you have to have your little code talk. Yeah, let's All do
3: right. uh, let's do guitar and drums. All right. All right.
0: Title of that song is it guitar and drum? It is, it yeah. is. <laughs> is that like a tentative title, or that's what you've no, that's decided? the title.
4: We, we just we just brung Matt in after we uh <laughs> learned <laughs> it. We scored the, the sheet music, had it all set up, and we said, who are we going to get to play bass on this? And we mm-hmm. sp- only one person <laughs> and can, And you are stuck with Matt. Uh, yeah, uh,
6: for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Sorry, guys. We threw him a whole bunch of notes and says, can you play it? And he's just like, I'll play what I want.
6: said, I'll fake it. I haven't <laughs> noticed yet. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, I
3: mean that one's on Spotify. It's a, you know it's under guitar and drums. You know you have to understand. You know uh, you know I'm part of a younger generation where there's so much electronic music coming out. Mm-hmm. To where you know I was like I play guitar. Let's get some guitar and drums going. Yeah. You know because yeah. you know everything seems like it's you know.
0: You know I enjoy so synthetic. You know. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot actually. I mean if I'm at a club I've been with a bunch of friends and all, I just want to hang out and enjoy each other's company and there's electronic music in the background or you know sometimes I see a show like that but um, my thing is I just want to hear people play their instruments and I don't care what they are right if somebody's really great at playing a xylophone or a harp or a cello uh, I don't care what it is but I want to hear something that's you know more organic Right. I mean anybody can I shouldn't say anybody I'm not trying to make a blanket it's statement. It's talent. You, 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 you
4: get out there and you could do the talent. I mean you show people actually yeah. what you got right, like you said regardless of what you're even playing.
0: Yeah I mean there are some true electronic artists that they know what they're doing. Oh. They come up with very creative oh. things. Very oh, yeah. original stuff. Yeah. But a lot of it is just like oh my god that's all programmed you yeah. know. And then you listen to it for like 30 minutes and as a musician you could say okay I'm hearing the same chord changes over and over <laughs> and over again. And the only difference is this one's a little quicker, this one's a little slower. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. You know? they, they, sam- do the drop. they
4: do them samples that, on those there. Those damn drops, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh. It, 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 it would be like if every rock and
0: roll song had to have the cowbell, yeah, you right. know. <laughs> After a while, it gets boring, you know. <laughs>
4: hey, <laughs> so there, there's a lot of cowbell songs out there, too. Yeah,
0: yeah but, you know, th- it's not every single song, you no. know? I mean, Could you imagine if Blue Oyster Cult played nothing but songs with cowbell? Oh. You know, I mean, come on I,
4: I guess we are putting that cowbell away for this next set right <laughs> Damn.
0: i fucked it up for you i'm that sorry cowbell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has its place it's cool you know but but anyway yeah i mean i i love watching people play their instruments no matter what they are i like going to see symphony orchestras i love
4: one of my favorite mm-hmm yeah. You see all these skilled musicians, and I mean, and, and watch them in sync with each other. It's just
0: incredible. It's like one person playing, even though it's 30 in the room. It, it, it's
4: all about reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it comes down to. If you can read, you could do anything.
0: Because music, to me, is more of a spiritual thing. That's my take on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, where everybody is on the same vibe, right? if you will. You whether, play it and feel it. Whether it's the musicians or the audience. Yep, yep, it's absolutely. Everybody come together, almost like church. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
4: And and, and everybody gets, uh, uh, you know, like, when I started out, I grabbed my mom's Tupperware bowls, and I cut my dad's pool sticks. I beat my mom's. <laughs> Didn't I, we all? I beat my mom's Tupperware bowls to where she had dent. The next day, there I was. I had a, a, an Apollo drum set.
6: <laughs>
0: so you're not beating up my dishes anymore. No, no, I didn't do it. Not me. Here. <laughs> yeah.
6: It's cool. Well, it was good training. It worked.
4: Absolutely. I'm sure that's how Bonham started. Yeah, yeah, right. way back and and I had one person that took a picture when I was 16 on that set, and she had called me up, and I actually got the picture. She sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild to look like, man. Right? How far have you have come? Oh, my
0: that God. That was me?
4: <laughs> a couple years ago. Maybe a little
0: more in a couple, but we won't get into that.
4: Oh, let's get Uh, that minor.
0: Let's do some more.
6: All right. All right, we got an oldie, right? You ready for this one? Yeah. Yeah.
2: One, two, three, four. (laughs)
0: actually look like you used a little bit of energy for that one. Hey.
4: <laughs> I like it. Get some
0: oxygen over here? All right. We got a <laughs> That's
6: not ours. That's a remote. Yeah.
0: Stuff. Still got a few more years before you're going to have to ask for that, hopefully.
4: Oh
3: man. Yeah, one of our first uh, one of our first shows was at Old Miami. Yeah. Which uh, I'm, I'm told, you know, I wasn't uh, around that time. It was like a Vietnam veteran type of meeting, so. Mhm.
0: Mhm.
4: Vietnam vets. Yeah. Bets, yeah.
0: They were wonderful people. They were scary as hell, but they were great people, you know. But you always knew, you know, nothing would go, funny would go down <laughs> because you know who would take care of it. It didn't matter what it
6: was. Yeah, you remember that neighborhood, that you, like how it used to be? How it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh but,
0: you know, they'd say, hey, ma'am, would you like me to walk you out to your car? Yeah. And you, she would say, hell yeah. And you knew you were in safe hands. Yo, yo. Heck yeah. Now, you don't even have to worry about it anymore. The campus is across the street. It's expanded that much. Oh, the bar's it, always full. Yeah. yeah, even when music is not happening.
4: Oh, look, look at the backyard there. I'm yeah. Like, holy cow.
0: It's like a, a frat party back there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Which, nothing wrong with that, you know? No,
6: no. <laughs> it really no. is. No. Yeah, I gotta I go to bed early, but you know. <laughs> well, you do,
0: old <laughs> Yeah, hey, I do. I do.
6: <laughs> you know, it's like 9 o'clock for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's getting close now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that place is cool though. I mean, what what place downtown has a backyard you
0: can chill out in? Not, not too many, many. Uh, uh, no. uh Nancy Whiskey does that. She's just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They they're not that it's not open like so much as year round as Old Miami, but they have one too. Not quite as big, but it's pretty nice as well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying
6: to think if there's any others. Tricky's is nice over in Hamtramck.
0: Oh, yeah, we, I, was, I, yeah I, yep. I was very really
4: surprised, yep. Yep, very yep. surprised about Trixie, plus a great dad, a great PA following, but then following your dad, I mean, it yeah. made it easy with all right. the people. <laughs>
0: pool tables and picnic tables and
4: oh out back Absolutely. that's yeah. right they
0: gotta go out back you're right. Yeah, that's the new thing now. Cadu cafe and yeah. Oh,
4: yeah, walk in the front door, walk out the back with a beer. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh that's our version of the social district. You know right. we can't do it everywhere right. but we can go in the backyard or the side lot, you know? Right, right. <laughs> All right, why don't we do another one?
2: Right.
0: All right. How many more you guys mm-hmm. got just curious.
6: Yeah, we got a few da
0: for you. Da 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 I'm just curious so I can time this properly. That's all. Three, three. I think three? We have
6: three, yeah. Uh, They're all about uh, five, five piece, so we um, should be perfect.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool beans. So what is this one called?
3: This one's uh, This is on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms as well. It's uh, called High in the Sky. Yeah, written about. I used to fly some uh, gliders. Uh, you know, without an engine and uh, nice, it comes from a little inspiration from that.
6: So. You're a braver man than I, but <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm the pilot, he goes flying around on weekends. Yeah, yeah, every now
0: and then. <laughs> I do too, day. but I don't leave my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Different
6: show. <Yeah. laughs>
2: Here we go.
0: Give or take. All right. So you mentioned earlier you keep saying Spotify. Of course, we all know what the hell Spotify is. Any other ways to get your music, see your music, hear your music, all that good stuff?
3: Yeah, I think I mean it's uh, for the, I think it's you know, I'm pretty much all those you know popular ones. YouTube, uh-huh. you know, iTunes, um,
4: pretty much anywhere. You know, you Facebook can for the music. old guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, MySpace, <laughs> right, right. Hey, I used to like Myspace.
6: I did too. I was being <laughs>
4: now you really are dating
0: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I, we, well. I have finally reached that, you know, age group where it's like I talk about things to me that's like that was just ten or fifteen years ago and I talk to younger people. What's that? What's that? <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Great way to make me feel old, you know. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So any uh, any of those things, Blassie's Back Road. You do have a Facebook. Yeah, you
3: know. yeah. Blassie's Back Road. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I think Spotify is really kind of leading the charge on streaming. So that's what I usually go with.
0: So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's as far as like getting the the you, listens. I yeah. guess that's the best. Place to go yeah, you now. As YouTube far as up there. as far as getting anything out of it, money, you know, monetarily. <laughs> well, uh, then, if
4: anybody wants to hire, it's fifty-two fifty for the first hour. <laughs>
0: Or or at the very least an eighteen pack of your favorite beer, right? Uh we
4: don't go nothing less than a twenty four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have your standards, you're not that cheap and easy. Huh? Hey,
4: look at Evans. Evan came here I got the perfect. Yeah. <laughs> got the I got the eighteen. Though. Well, that's just
0: yours. What are, what are they drinking? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we
4: had to moot. <laughs> you had
0: to beg for it, didn't you? <laughs> Low begging, yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do another one.
3: Speaking of uh, Spotify, here we go. Another one off the uh, off the old tunes. This is Gary's favorite, by the way. <laughs>
0: We have two more, correct? One more.
4: Um, One more, I think we got for you. One more. One
0: more for you. Okay, well, I think we have one more thing to talk about, if I'm not mistaken. Let's talk about me.
4: I'm fine, (laughs) yeah,
6: right. Where did you come from, Gary? You were in a couple big bands back in the day.
4: Back in the day, High Water opened up for a lot of people. How old were you when you started playing drums? I was actually seven years old. Wow. And then went through elementary school, Reading junior high school reading and high school reading, you and then, w- then juvenile detention. Then, then rehab, juvenile detention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I got caught up and I was wondering like, well, I never smoked cigarettes. but <laughs> other things were going on. Now. Yeah. I think that I think some of the bands I I seen, zuster was one of the the top bands. Always played at uh, Studio Lounge. Hmm. Used to love watching them guys. Okay.
0: All right. And forgive me if I'm mistaken, because planning shows and booking is what i do seven days a week i do it in my sleep actually but sure. don't you guys have something for me uh thursday march 28th if i'm not mistaken
4: not that i know of thursday no. march 28th I okay. on the third uh, stuff uh, Gary was we
0: maybe about. it was something you couldn't do okay, I'll okay. Have we'll do have come. to ask oh our yeah
6: it was th- it was uh yeah it was uh what was it uh,
4: the opening night ca- ca- right, court right. Town. You i don't think
6: we we could do that one okay i, I don't know it well,
4: was 26 28th Thursday 20. oh we thir- Thursday uh, th- we th- might
3: th- have to check with our manager yeah.
6: <laughs> Okay I, well. I, I, I I don't know on that. I thought we touched base on that one I um, thought I thought we
0: confirmed that but uh, okay. we'll we'll look into it after the yeah, after the l- show Yeah yeah for sure on, yeah. the, on
6: a you Thursday I okay Make sure if I said we'll be there we'll be there Okay.
0: (laughs) Again, don't. Again,
4: don't quote me on it. I know we talked about it. Are we getting a dressing room again? You know, beer dressing room, the whole night? I think so. He's got (laughs) it. Okay. I just want to have. got the nice toilet. I was gonna say, (laughs) and we are playing downstairs. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't want to bring my stuff. (laughs) I think it's downstairs
0: anyway. But we'll we'll talk about it afterwards. You're doing Uh, the
6: uh, Corktown thing, right? Yeah. Corktown Music Festival. It's three nights. Right on. Right on.
0: I know we talked about it. I just don't remember. Like I said, I'd have to have the whole list in front of me. It's only 78 bands, so right, forgive me right. if I don't remember every oh, last and, spot. And,
4: and if we could play first and play six songs, and then we get unlimited beer, oh, amen. <laughs> um, I can I can get you a mix of hoochie. Well, I shouldn't say that.
0: <laughs> oh man, I've I've killed myself. My reputation. I'm going to have so many, you know, uh, so many phone calls now for saying that. I, I apologize. Honey, no. honey, he's only your phone he's on. only kidding. And, and I did mean that with. Respect. I'm sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you just really have to worry about what you say now. You know. Oh, I mean, my anybody guys. that knows me knows I love everybody, and I'm not one of them. But you I put
4: a, you put a mic in front of somebody, and they say the wrong thing, and they're like, oh.
0: Okay. Especially from our generation, it's, oh. it, it, it's it's a fact, you know. Yeah, we not just offended.
4: it's it's always fun, you know. You you you, you could tell, Joe, like I was teasing Evan when he got here. I don't, I don't really <laughs> like that song. Last <laughs> he doesn't, he don't want to talk to me. I'm like, hey, I was only kidding. He goes, yeah, right, Gary. All, all right. right. <laughs>
0: So I really thank you, gentlemen, for coming down and hanging uh, out with us, playing the, the good rock and roll. I really appreciate it. Please come n- again.
4: You know, you, you got to. If you thank anybody, you got to thank Evan. He's come off with these killer tunes. He mm-hmm. he, he got a hold of uh, Matt, and, and he got a hold of me, and, and this stuff just first day we played together, it was it.
6: That, we were on it. We played our mm-hmm. first gig, like three weeks being together. Evan and I were at a gig, and he said, hey, I said we should jam together. And he goes, how about Wednesday? <laughs>
4: and
6: I'm like, For sure.
4: Okay, hey, yeah. Uh, okay, Wednesday. Hey. Evan will jam anywhere. He's yeah. got a plane. It don't matter. He'll <laughs> fly there. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: you're like me, Evan. I tell
4: people, don't bring
0: it up unless you want it to happen, because once you bring it up, it, it's, it's going to happen. It's done. It <laughs> so uh, well, we didn't have a
6: drone. We were going to do the show, just him and I. And I called Gary. Gary and I were in another band together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, came, I'm like, hey, can you help us out? Listen yeah. to the songs, and you know, Gary's phenomenal, so I yeah. mean, of course he, you know, fit right you in. You know,
4: it makes it easy when the songs are constructed good. So I mean, it, it was nothing for me. I was able to come right in there because of mm-hmm. the way Evan wrote them. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So what are we finishing up with? What is the actual name of the song?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song, shifting gears.
0: Okay. And is this a fairly new one, old one? Yeah, kind of m- in the middle. Yeah, it's kind of in
3: the middle. You know, <laughs> okay. he, he wrote, wrote it a couple years ago when you know. All
0: right. Any plans on physical releases, CDs, whatever? I think
3: th- I think that's in the mix, yeah.
0: But n- just not right at this very moment. Yeah,
3: not at the moment.
0: Okay. So. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep bugging you until it happens.
3: Yeah, get a couple of vinyls going, maybe.
0: There you go. Yeah, uh, you need to plan it out a year ahead of time. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Got to call up uh, the old inspiration, Jack White.
0: Oh. So shifting gears once again, everybody, Blasties Back Road.